Hello and welcome to SaintsCast. We're back after a bit of a break. We've soaked in a bit of Premiership Rugby Cup and a few internationals. One a touch more exciting than the other. Um, but I'm here with my co-host, Andrew. Hello. Hello, how are you, mate? I'm good, I'm good. What an amazing weekend of rugby. Oh, um, unbelievable. I mean, we'll talk about it later, but so much controversy, so much excitement. Yeah, I know, we've actually just had to wait a couple of weeks just so we can fully just comprehend everything. Yeah. All right, yeah. Let it settle. Mm. All right, what are we talking about first, guy? The Northampton Roundup. Yeah. Well, look, it's been... We've had three Premiership Cup matches. Yeah. And I didn't know what the Premiership Cup was, so I Googled it. It's actually the... Um, the... Uh, the new coming of the Anglo-Welsh Cup. Because the Welsh teams have left that. I'm not sure why, but now it's just the Premiership Rugby Cup. So and, 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 Naming it just the Anglo Cup would be just a lot more cooler. Well, it's just... A, it just sounds too similar to Premiership Rugby, but um, we weren't able to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we watched the highlights of it, but like, if if people don't care about, enough about the European rugby to put it on a stream or online, I don't know what chance the Premiership Cup had. They actually had the game was actually played on Friday. <laughs> the last one, the Friday one on was TV, there. But the others, the others are just no And if, yeah. if um, rugby websites don't even state it in their games played over a weekend so you can look up anything that's happened then it's probably not that important of a game i know which is heartbreaking because um like to be fair i we actually should have watched it what were we doing on friday i'm trying to think i know that i got oh i was i was at a market had a few beers um a pizza and some argentinian steak it was really good i can't remember what i was doing yeah um Um, got back at 3 30 so um but yeah i I agree. We we got two out of three wins anyway, um, one loss. So I mean, we're sitting pretty in the Premiership Cup. That it, it's a knockout cup, but we're in pool play at the moment. Oh, the pool yeah, play, the knockout so, cup, the pool play. Yeah. So there's three pools. The winner of each of the pools goes through to the semi-finals, and the best runner-up goes through as well. So do do you know what that reminds me of? No, it's. It's kind of like a participation cup. So the, the world under 20s does exactly the same format. Okay. Whereas it's like, and then the best runner-up. It's like, if you finish runner-up, you shouldn't go through, mate. Like, is Georgia in the under 20 World Cup? No, they're in the under 20 trophy. Okay. So there's two... Is Italy in the rebels. under 20 World Cup? They bounce in between. I think they are. Okay. Yeah. Shots fired. Yeah. Um... um but yeah, yeah, no. So Northampton, like they were, they were blooding a lot of young players, and we saw the return of um, who's the seven, Tom Wood. Oh wait, what? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. He came back. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a real battle for flankers in in this upcoming Man, unbelievable um, depth and yeah, same side. So I'm really interested to see when the team naming comes out on Thursday. Who we got? We got Ludlam. Tom Wood's back. Tom Wood is. Back. I learned through Instagram, through the wonder of Instagram, yeah. that. Tom Wood is not only a professional rugby player, mm-hmm. he is a hunter, um, and he's also a woodworker, like a really good woodworker. So he's obviously taken his... Um, which, which came first, his name or, the, or his profession? I think he, like, he just probably decided to... I mean, he, his Instagram is wood by name, and I think that's his um, woodshop brand as well, so that he is. makes some really cool stuff. Yeah. But so, that, that back row, I mean, you've got Brousseau, yeah. uh, Ludlam, Wood... Jamie Gibson was been playing most of the season, been playing quite well. 
Yep. Um, and I mean, we've got Paul Haskell's out for a while, just had an ankle surgery, so he's yeah. out, which is unfortunate. But I mean, if there's a place where you don't mind getting an injury, it's there. Um, and then obviously Taimana. Oh, yeah. He's just sitting there. So, so who's your eight. starters at the moment? Taimana. Taimana, Brusson for me, Wood. Ooh. With Ludlam. Ludlam, Ludlam is like all arms and legs. I, I kind of see him as coming off the bench much in like an Adi Saviro. Yeah, yeah, I, you can you can almost because you can Bit pick four now, can't you? Yeah, um, where you can say you're gonna do a shift and you're gonna um, be really important to the side. So yeah, um, I think I agree because love them. He tackles a lot. He runs a lot. Um, he, he'd be good at running at tight legs. Yeah, yeah, it'd um, be good. What else can we say about Northampton? I don't, I I think it's been quite quite good to get this bit of a break and um, <laughs> for us or them <laughs> <laughs> definitely for us but I mean it's given some of the other boys like a bit of time I think it's it's quite good with Tequila um, Nayara Varro and uh, what's his name old Killaway just to get a bit more time in the team in the systems up, up to speed a bit more feeling a lot more comfortable um, and I think that probably might help moving forward yeah don't uh, know um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Been playing a few games with not much pressure. It's good. Yeah, yeah. it's been good. We got two wins. Um, lost yeah. to Gloucester in the last minute. Yeah. Um, the big positive though that comes out of this meaningless cup though. Yeah. Is that there's a five hundred k bonus for the yeah. winner. Yeah. Five hundred thousand pounds. Yeah. Or thousand quid, um, as they call it here. Yeah, it's a lot of pence. Um, <laughs> um, so that's up for grabs, yeah. and that's basically a new player. That is. So if yeah. you had five hundred k to spend on a player, that's a decent salary, right? Like that's a huge that's, salary. I mean, I know that it's yeah. a decent salary for me, <laughs> but um, no, because like, Charles Peter gets like paid like one point two million or something, or is I, that in I don't euro? Know. I don't actually know. No, yeah, anyway. but it's yeah. No, most of them. I think it's. I can't see many being over four hundred. Okay. Many players being over four hundred. Okay. Yeah. So, so plenty to basically you're buying a another top class player. Top class. Player. I mean, there's salary cap in the Premiership. I know that, but maybe there's rules for um, what do they call it, like marquee players. Yeah, um, or maybe there's some creative accounting. You that's that you can do as well. Although it hasn't gone well for a lot of clubs, no. <laughs> particularly in the league. Um, <laughs> so who would you buy? They had say okay. So we've talked about Brad Weber that that we would buy him as a halfback for sure. Yes. Yeah. Somewhat unsettled at the moment. We yeah. think it should be called the Brad Weber Cup. Yes. It should be a better name. Agreed. And the winner just gets Brad Weber. Ooh, how good would that be? Imagine how... putting a player up for oh, on that. It would be amazing. <laughs> that would make me so much more interested in it. <laughs> uh, like, imagine being like Corbus Rodark, playing the Brad Weber Cup. You're like, you throwing the game away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is. Yeah. Um, yeah, who would um, um, mind you buy that would again, be Again, we talked, I reckon still would be a really good option, would be. Jeff Tumang Allen. Um, Prop. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe I'm, I'm going to throw out another prop name just because it's a great name and him moving there would be great. It's Oxen Chi. Yeah. It's really Chi, this mate, he's one of, he scores some outrageous tries for Prop. He's just always somehow running. Yeah. For oh. a very, very round man is quite, um, quite a good look. And can you imagine the puns that Northampton Times or the Northampton Bugle or whatever it's called is going to come Definitely up with? Definitely the Bugle. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> running like an ox or something? It's a very clever play on words, at. Oh, it's not really. 
but you know, yeah, I'll see um, boys. But yeah, so I mean, we've had a couple of weeks of internationals, which has got us very, very giddy. I know Saturday was been amazing, so much code. Um, we're going to talk at length about a number of games, but one of the well, most important ones actually last week. Yeah, you kind of touched on it in Star Wars, Italy, Georgia. I thought you were going to say Hong Kong, Germany. Uh, this week, that was a that was a big upset. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Italy, Georgia, massive because everyone's saying Georgia needs to replace Italy. Yeah. In the um, Six Nations. And but Italy showed their class. Yeah. Beat them. Um, I'd love to see a test series again. So, so like just those two, just sort of three match test series. Who, who else would you throw in there? People are talking about Romania, which seems mad what, to me. No. They, what, in like four, six nations sort of thing. Yeah, for like a, for like a three nations or some kind of like tri-nations thing where like an Eastern Europe... Oh, Romania would probably be your next best bet, though. But, um... Yeah. They're a good side. I mean, you could... Spain is up and coming as well. So... Yeah. Spain are, bought, like... They're very, very good. Um, they may well already play a tournament that I'm not there's, really aware there's, of. There's, there's, like, another Nations Cup underneath it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Georgia's just streaks ahead of everyone else. That's not in the Six Nations. Yeah. They're, like, in that halfway zone. So, cool. um... They either need to come up... They actually should. If they want to grow the game, they might need to bring them up. Mm. Um, and maybe make it in eight nations, but yeah, yeah two I mean, pools of four maybe. Yeah, I mean, people um, were saying that Italy were going to dilute it when they came in, and uh, do you think they have from growing no. up to six nations? I don't think they have. They've had a couple of good wins. They've been in Scotland a few times. Yeah, um, they've been in France. I know that. I think they've been in the others. Just haven't been in England. Yeah, I think um, Argentina's added massively to the rugby championship as oh, well. Oh, huge. But um, it just, like, the time zone is ridiculous now. Because it's, like, t- teams that are, like, equally spaced a quarter of the way around the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, still, I still like that championship, though. I mean, there's... Yeah, there's a lot to like. I think that Argentinian side has actually just improved just the way that their brand of rugby so much over the last yeah. four or five years. You're really excited about the back three, don't you? Oh, this is the best back three in the world. But back on track to the yeah, <laughs> to the current so, current internationals. Yes. Yeah, so, um, um, well, let's go with the biggie. Yeah. England, New Zealand. Um, All Blacks coasted for sixteen, fifteen victory. <laughs> we we famously predicted that they were going to win sixty eight three. I win sixty eight four. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. Gave England <laughs> a bit more credit. But um, <laughs> but the heavens opened up, the rain poured down, and. Yeah, it made it a very tight game. England got a great start. Very, like, their tactics at the start to go blind um, worked phenomenally well. They sold it. It worked. They got a good head of steam and very, very tough to pull back at that point. Who were they running down the blind? No, they just just had a lot of blind plays. Oh, okay. So a lot of switching back, a lot of movement off the ball to sort of create an overlap. Yeah. and yeah, it worked really, really well. Kicked well as well. Kicked very well. Their first, yeah. their first thirty minutes, twenty five minutes were outrageous. So every everybody's saying, "Wow!" Like no one expected this to happen. Um, uh, England. Everyone thought England were going to get smashed by the All Blacks, especially because of the injuries and stuff they have. But literally, this happens like fifty percent of the time. Where All Blacks will go down, it happens against England, it happens Australia, against Ireland, yeah. well, Australia, South Africa, it happened 
um, mm. two tests ago and we just didn't come back. Yeah. And we very, very rarely don't come back because of how strong our bench is and how strong our finishing is. But all, all black tests kind of go one or two ways. It's either like close or a try to a head and then in the last 20 we add 20 points. Yeah. Or we have a so, try or two down for almost the whole game yeah. and we finally win in the rare case we don't. Yeah. Um, so I, like, I wasn't that surprised by the result despite no, taking yeah. cheek predicting a massive one. Exactly. And I think, well, I mean, you, you look at the aspects that come into it again, the weather was huge. Um, it yeah. definitely didn't help New Zealand that it was pouring rain, but rugby's a winter sport, so I learned to play in it. That's like, so, I mean, that yeah. doesn't make much difference. Um, the other side there is you look at all the games in Twickenham, they've all been really, really close. Yeah. The only blowout was actually when England blew out um, New Zealand in 2012. Yeah. So they've all been really, really tight games. It's a tough place to come and play rugby. Uh, I read a stupid article about <laughs> them being. Uh, there's been, over, a, there's over, been a there's been a lot of stupid articles. This yeah. Week. Oh my god. <laughs> being overhyped by doing the hacker, which is just an absolute joke. <laughs> yeah, and so that's why they didn't start very well, which is just not true. They just dropped a kick off, and England put pressure on and played really, really well. Yeah, I'm, I think so, the hacker is a massive advantage, as I'm sure a lot of people do think yeah. that. Like, it's the chance to just do that and get that psyched up before a game, and robbing the other team of the ability to do the same. It's, yeah. it's huge and also if you're a professional and you can't like learn to mentally control your state at that point um, I think yeah you don't really deserve to be playing so I think that's a yeah. a bit of a white lie there um, other than that there was another banger of a game I want to talk about the offside though oh yeah true so um, what I find hilarious is that it probably would have been onside if um, although he did advance on the nine if uh, England hadn't got so mad about Italy not creating rucks and standing off sides and stopping them from playing. Um, With that ruck rule. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that rule was, that's true. Um, that whole approach might have been looked a bit different though. Uh, I, yeah. I just I just think, but like, part and parcel of that too is Courtney Law's system was never, at one point, I don't even think he was very close to being onside ever. Yeah. He never really retreated behind no. the line, did he? Um, so, and I also, I, it's, for those of you that think it's marginal or if it was onside, you're wrong. That's just blatantly offside. Yeah. Um, and that's coming not from bias, it's coming I, from I, truth. Yeah, well, I've seen some ridiculous um, reasoning behind why it's onside. Yeah. People saying that the ball was out, and honestly, five years ago, maybe it would have been, yeah. but the current way that the refs have always ref the game is that if your hand is on the ball and it's on the ground then the ball's not out no it's it's got to be so it's got to be like a long way out of the ruck yeah as soon as a nine lifts it it is and the other one is where I've seen fans getting annoyed is saying that it was sort of on the side of Matt Todd's leg so it was theoretically out because the old terminology if a bird can shit on it it's out yeah but and and saying that every single time Danny Kerr does that train back to take a kick f- to do a box kick himself yeah. is that's exactly every single time this is happening yeah and no one is advancing the ref saying it's not out so yeah. um, that is uh, just straight up bullshit the most amazing reasoning that I've seen for why he was onside is that the um, 
because it wasn't a ruck, it was a tackle. It's the it's the last man's foot. Um, and he the way that who made the tackle, I think it was uh, George Ford. The way George Ford yeah. was lying down, his feet were towards the All Blacks. Yeah. So the offside line was where his foot was, which was about halfway through which the ruck. Pretty much where the ball was. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It was, it was, that was the funniest one. Yeah. Rucks would be very interesting. So oh, tackles would be very interesting. <laughs> in <those cases. laughs> yeah. So that's um. I think that's, I guess, our take on it. Feel free to counter, <laughs> counter argue anything we've said. We'll gladly try and abuse you next time. Podcast at gmail.com. Exactly. Yeah. Someone, someone get involved there. <laughs> um, but yeah, the other one is one of the most outrageous finishes there, Andrew, was uh, the yeah. Saffa-France game. Yeah. And it is only France that can butcher a, a lead like that. It's, what is it? Not, 79 minutes and 20 seconds they have a scrum five metres out from Savka's line yeah turnover um, Francois Lowe gets a penalty for turnover yeah. for like three phases Alton Yankees kicks for touch misses touch he tries to do a massive kick for touch yeah. and he tries to do it very quickly doesn't yeah. quite well didn't quite pay off from no winger caught it just stepped out on I think it was 79-59 his, his foot hit the line and the flag went up yes. and then the TMO said that's full time so they played the line out gave away another penalty yeah kicked five metres out collapsing them all yep and then what did they do then they collapsed them all again yep to advantage but then Dianti scored at the corner uh, um, but it was Ford Ford passed yeah so then they kicked it out again the same guy tried to collapse them all again um, oh, but it's number 19 yeah, yeah. the um, spoiler they, alert by the way oh yeah true <laughs> and then who should have been in World Player of the Year does all the job for Malcolm Marks old uh, Bongi and Madambi yeah scores game over yeah so um, clutching victory from the jaws of defeat by South Africa but I'd say just really a game thrown away by France which isn't surprising oh, banging test match though great test match if you're just there to watch rugby it was a really yeah. good test match we were watching with two South Africans and one of them was just absolutely losing it <laughs> yeah they were happy boykies huh? yeah they um, loved it hey. uh, Wales Australia also happened Wales beat Australia for the first time in like 10 years or something yeah um, the main interesting thing for me there was that Gareth Anscombe started ahead of incumbent Bigger. Dan Bigger and Northampton Saints Legion so that's going to play into this weekend massively as well I mean, he's, he's been well rested, I think. Yeah. Um, and he's going to come up firing. I think he he's going to be, yeah. Oh, no, but he's not playing for Northampton. He'll be playing for Wales. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Willie? Oh, yeah, he'll be on the bench. Oh. Uh, or. Uh, yeah, starting. he'll be on the bench. Or maybe starting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot that we're still in an, in an international window. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, another big one, Andrew, is the World Cup repercharge for the last place. Yes. So there's Talk a tournament. tournament. Yeah. Oh, there's a tournament happening at the moment between um, qualifiers from four different continents or areas. So the Americas has Canada, uh, Europe has Germany, Asia has Hong Kong, and Africa has Kenya. Um, and so they're playing in a tournament so it's just a round robin they play each other once and when it goes top of the league there goes through to the World Cup and I think they're in their pool was the Springboks versus the All Blacks so chances of getting through and qualifying for quarterfinals in their first World Cup is pretty low well so that reason um, yeah, yeah true they're, they, they're like losing to those teams um, but I'd say Canada are the favourites they dealt to Kenya 69-15 or something mm-hmm. uh, and then Germany caused a big upset by 
stealing Hong Kong. How many of Hong Kong's players do you think were born in Hong Kong or China? Five. Do you reckon? Seven. Maybe. There's, okay. There's yeah. a lot. Like I know there's a lot that have English names, but they're Hong Kong born. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of Kiwis. There's a lot of Brits, and there's a lot of South Africans in there. Um, yeah. Yeah. But they don't really look. Okay, I see. Hong-Kanese. I see three that look like they were born in Hong Kong. Yeah, I mean, no, that's yeah, but culturally, it's yeah, yeah. But three. I understand where you're coming from. Yes, they've they've got a um, quite a decent now high performance program where they've actually shopped out to try and bring a lot of players in. I know there's a huge amount from New Zealand that qualify for Hong Kong next year. So if they sneak in, they're going to be packed full of them, like X. Oh. New Zealand and 20 players a lot wow um, they're over there yeah so watch that space but I don't think they're going to get through Canada seems to be coasting that yep. yeah um, well yeah so and uh, upcoming internationals uh, New Zealand Ooh, big one massive yeah one place two yeah and then um, do you reckon Ireland are going to complain about not having Conor Murray and Robbie Henshaw well they might have Conor Murray no he's out he's out he's out both of them, both of them are out. As yeah. of? As of like a day ago, two days okay. ago. Yeah. yeah. Steve Hansen said that he thinks that Conor Murray's going to play. He won't play. Or he's a pussy. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's out of the whole rest of the uh, internationals. But that's going to be a cracking game. That shouldn't really change it. I mean, Ireland have a lot of depth now. Very, very deep side. Um, so I think it's going to be close hopefully the weather's alright I'd yeah, have to go across uh, to Dublin and watch out oh no yeah that would be amazing mm. um, yeah alright uh, Warb's report uh, so we uh, for those of you who haven't been listening to the podcast Guy and I have joined a social rugby team here we're actually in the same um, competition as the Northampton Saints we just how many leagues down nine no so they the <laughs> With the eleventh league down. Okay, eleven leagues down. Yeah. Um. So, we only need to get promoted ten times before this podcast completely changes tune. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we uh we've had two wins in the last two two games. Mm-hmm. We didn't play last weekend, but yeah, uh, big game this week against somebody, and we hope to win that too. Good. Moving on, four games or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, and you're looking forward to this week. We go wasps. Yeah. So the Saints uh, playing Bowie back to Premiership Rugby again. Yeah. Happy days. Actually, some good competition coming up. Um, a very big game at home. Uh, to both sides will be pretty depleted, with a few internationals out. So we lose a couple, but Wasps have a few out. Who do we lose? Dan Bigger, Courtney Bigger, Laws, Hartley, Laws, Hartley, Tuala. Um, um, I think our other, the Fijian lock, Ratanui Arara. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I mean, we've got Ben Franks. So. I see, see Tuala's out. I see Tuala's playing Samoa. Samoa. But I don't know if they've got a game this week. What about Tengeli Nairavoro? No, he's Australian. Oh. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he's on, he's on the Australian side. But, yeah, so the Wasp side is going to be very interesting. I mean, they're missing a few. They're missing Elliot Daly, which is big, Vinnie LaRue. Yeah. Um, Brad Shields is out obviously and Nathan Hughes is banned so that's quite a few big names I'm not sure about 
Joe Launch bring or not. But the, the human baby. What did Hughes I get think banned he's injured. for? Huh? What did Hughes get banned for? Um, calling bullshit on the... He did something and then he abused the judiciary or... I don't Was know. it? Yeah. Smart. Yeah. And so they whacked him with six weeks. Oh, nice. I think that's it. Um, but to be fair, I don't really care too much. Yeah. But... Yeah, he's not playing. Uh, they do have a couple of gr- like very good players that Saints need to watch out for. Uh, X All Black, Lima Sopoanga at 10. Yeah. Uh, unbelievably good player. It would be interesting to see him without a few players around him, but he controls the game phenomenally well. With no Dan Bigger up against him, that's going to be a very tough matchup for whoever's playing 10. Oh, um, God, the, young, the young guy that played the cup. Grayson. Grayson, yeah. Paul Grayson, or yeah, or might have Harry Mellingham as well. Yeah, I think he's out injured though, mate. What? Yeah, I think Mellingham's out. Um, then they've got Juan de Jong at centre, uh, solid player, um, and one of the big ones who is going to go up against our big Saffa is uh, James Gaskell. Good luck. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he's been very good over the last few like over the last few games. So it's going to be an interesting watch, I think. It's going to be a great game. I don't know if we, we probably won't get to watch it. But <sighs> Why? Yeah. Oh, and Dan Robson at 9 is so a quality player. Are they playing at 3pm? Uh, probably. Um, so, <laughs> Andy, who needs for the Saints, mate, in order for us to get the victory? Who needs a big game? Or who's fighting for some... Um, well, uh, Ludlam. Ludlam needs a big game if he's yeah. going to come off the bench. I think he's fighting for a spot. Yeah, um, I think that... Uh, Tom Collins uh, I would love to see him have another big game he's what What stat do we see he's he's got the most one of the most fourth most clean breaks in the competition yeah breaks yeah in a, in a so competition tie, like tie third so um, I'd like to see the the scrum the front row in particular step up and have a big game um, who is it, who's our hooker who's, Haywood will probably Haywood play. yeah so Hay, Haywood is a good player good campaigner Good campaigner. He's scored two tries in the last few games. Um, he's played over 100 games for Saints, too. Yeah. Um, and he, uh, he'll he be looking to throw some good line-out pill yeah. because God knows we need it with um, Hartley missing. And no big one. Yep. No, he's played actually 200 games for the Saints. Wow. He's played a lot of games, Mike Hayward. Um, 26 years old. Good on him. Yeah. So... The other one is no Arcee Tuala mm-hmm. and no Harry Melling- Mellingham. So no regular fullbacks. Yeah. So it's probably going to be... I don't know. Um, Furbank played in the last game. Yeah, Foster. possibly. Um, That'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Callaway. Young. Be but... wing. I reckon they could even move old um, Piers Francis at the 10. Really? This game. Yeah, he's played a lot of team. Played 10 for the Blues. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Played a few games there. Hopefully, Nafi Tuatavaki's back as well. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a very interesting team naming, to say the least. Yeah. Um, this game as well, we've looked over, they've played in total about 42 times, I think. Yeah. So, Northampton and Wasp played together, played each other 42 times. Washers have won 22, the Saints 19, and there's been one draw. So it's very, very tight. Yeah, over um, the history. Yeah, so, I mean, you take you take a look at that, you say probably home side advantage counts for a lot. Yeah. Which we have. Excellent. And yeah. So what is your prediction, Andrew? 
Well, I don't know what the team is. So, <laughs> there's so yeah. many players missing um, and injured that it's going to be, it's, it's hard to pick. But um, Lead with your heart. Well, I, I think the, the Saints, are, it's going to be a hard-fought battle. Lima Sopong is going to, um, going to be kicking around the, around the park a lot, but mm. we're going to see some, some cracking returns from Tom Collins. He's going to make some real oh. metres, either get a try or set up a try to win it in the, in the dying minutes, yeah. as he does. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm, I reckon we're going to coast by 12. Really? Yeah. What factors play into that? The weather? <laughs> it's meant to be alright, maybe. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> on Saturday. I don't know if they're playing on Saturday. They could be playing on Sunday. But I think 12 points, we, they're missing a lot of quality. We're missing some quality. But they're missing a bit more. 1 p.m. on Saturday they're playing. Okay, great. Which, Yes. probably when we play as well or when we'll be warming up for rugby yeah we're going to miss it shit yeah uh, I might take the final on the field so that's going to be good uh, on, in line with that a great offer this week from the Saints cast boys is that if you let us know who your Saints try score is going to be we'll put a bet on them and we'll donate your winnings to our next bet in the next week so let us know who from the Saints is going to score a try on Saturday. Um, it'll give you a shout-out yep. on the pod. And, yeah, your winnings can go back into our bank accounts. Lucky you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get excited about it. Uh, so, finally, we just have some, have some shout-outs to give. Yeah. Um, and, for me, that shout-out is going to a real campaigner who's recently written to the podcast... Asked us not to read it on air, but um, Ned Hannigan for the Wallabies mm. is actually a big fan. And he's just written us a letter saying that we constantly inspire him to um, to be the best in the world um, by the high quality and high competency that we show as podcast hosts. So shout out to Ned and um, yeah, keep reaching for that rainbow, yeah, he's, man. He's, he's a very youthful looking character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think he's reached puberty yet, too. No. Um, another but, one is coming also actually from the Wallabies camp. I think they're actually quite big fans of the cast. Uh, might be a few looking to come to the Saints, which is kind of scary because they're pretty awful. <laughs> um, but is Tatafu Pelota now? Um, he just said, cheers to all of you guys involved in English rugby that helped make uh, Jamie George make me look good the weekend by <laughs> so, <laughs> being able to throw more than 10% of his lineouts, which is great for Tatafu. Well done, mate. Um, hopefully that inspires you again this weekend. Yeah, so I think that's us from the podcast. Yeah, we hope you all have a good week. Make sure to check that um, Saints team as it comes out. Have an eye, have an eye on the weather if you're putting any bets on. And um, Saintscastpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, follow us Saintscast on Instagram. I think we're over 10 followers now. Maybe. It's on Facebook too. I think we hit 20 there. So Nice. We're going good. Yeah. Yeah. Advertising. Should we cash out? <laughs> Never. Yeah. All right. Keep on keeping on. I really hate that idea. Yeah, okay. it's more like it. Oh, 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 I want to be in that rumba. And I say so.